0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kickabout Football Fans self-help group. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Lee. episode 154 and all that shit let's just get with it shall we Um, (laughs) yeah you've got a West Ham fan United fan a Chelsea fan Newcastle fan it's not here but it would have been the same sentiment a bit of a sheer weekend lads didn't think it could get any more embarrassing after Man United lost to Bournemouth and then West Ham went and got shit on by (laughs) Fulham Um, and Chelsea was just big groundhog day Mm -hmm. for the 15th time this season, so yes, um, we'll get into all that. I'm sure you're going to enjoy tonight as we all cry into our hands. Um, but of course, we'll start with this. Down the stack, man.
1: So Lewis Miley, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not. Um, the Newcastle youngster uh-huh. is the sixth youngest player in Premier League history to start four consecutive games. Who are the other five?
0: So did you, did you say how old he was? Um, no. Young. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No worries. We'll uh, grab that later on. Uh, before we get into our kick about alternate universe, which we uh, will do, uh, I didn't. I don't want to further pile on the pain uh, for one particular person here, but uh, it wasn't a great weekend for Fantasy League, Lee, was it? No. Again. Um, and, of course, it was Cup Weekend. Pretty? Uh, well, no, it was cup weekend last weekend, or midweek, wasn't it? Mm. Um was the first one, but we all got buys. Um, but, uh, yeah, I scraped through mine just because I was playing against somebody who had some quick look at his team. Um, yeah, it was Zabersly, Sterling, I don't know why he's got Lucas Pagetar in there. Rhys James, he had Harland on the bench. I suppose he moved Harland on the bench. So... And he Martin Martinez on the bench with 10 points. If he'd have played, he would have beaten me. Um, so, yeah, but I am off the bottom now in one or two of the leagues I'm in. So for anybody that's below me in the leagues, fucking be ashamed of yourselves. It's the small wins. That yes. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to avoid relegation. I don't want to get sacked enough to bring Sam <laughs> Allardyce in. You're rapidly reeling me in anyway. So. Where are you now then? Oh, I'm sliding. Uh, where are you? Oh, you're not yeah. in that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm just below you. Oh, yeah, there. Yeah. Eight, seven, four. Oh, no, you stood 100 ahead of me. Yeah, well, I was probably nearly 200. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yes, I'm slowly reeling in the people in front of me. I'm only like 30, 20-odd points away from like four places above me. So, small improvements, marathon, not a sprint and all that. Dan, how would you get on? Uh,
1: I think I got 55 points, but I completely forgot to do my team because I was at a Christmas party the night before. Um, I woke up at at 11.01 (laughs) annoyingly. Um, and I yes yeah, so I didn't change my captain or my vice captain or anything like that and my captain was on Haaland and my vice captain was on Gordon yep. rather than Salah which was what most people had it on so I could have got about 70 points if I'd have had it on Salah
0: it's it always reassuring that when you forget to do your team you do really well because Pete did Pete that the week before with, yeah. with Trent and had him was mm, captain it did yeah. really well so maybe i just now snooze on FPL and watch me win the league <laughs> um, talking of Haaland though stress fracture to his ankle mm. apparently with their club world cup about to start I think it's probably time to take him out for a couple of weeks and then just make sure you've got the money available for when you want to put him back in. Yeah. I mean, I've got
1: Solanke and Watkins as well as Haaland, so I don't really need to take him out. I'll probably just bench him for the next couple of weeks. But
0: Yeah, I'll see how it goes. I mean, I've got uh, I've got some okay fixtures this week coming for a change where I, I don't think I've got any crossover for a change. Yeah. Mm. Um, Maybe I'll puff Marshall and Brighton, but that's it. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see. And Son
1: done me a solid last night. Don't know if you guys got Son. Yeah, I did.
0: I swapped him for lot. I swapped him for Salah. So I got away with it, but I would have had more, I think, if I'd have kept Son. Mm.
2: Without him, I would have hardly even got double figures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh yes, all fun and games as usual. Right, uh kick about alternate universe time. Um this week I asked you guys to come up with your horrible eleven. Now, I left it as open-ended as that, so you could go whichever route you wanted to with the term horrible. You could make them horrible football players, as in bad. You could make them horrible, as in horrible people. Left it completely up to you guys. So, uh, Lee, talk us through your 11. So, my 11, I've gone for probably most weeks, the game would get called off
2: because there probably wouldn't be enough players left on the pitch <laughs> through the other team being injured or these not being sent off. Um <laughs> Saying goal, I struggled a little bit with goalkeeper because they're all a bit nuts to go and goal anyway, I know they? are all a bit <laughs> mental, but I'll go for Oliver Kahn because he was just a scary-looking guy. He anyway. was.
0: I almost had was him. He a bit of
2: a lunatic. Uh, Left-back, Stuart Pearce, psycho. Oh, that's a great shout, yeah. Um, centre-back, going for Neil Ruddock. <laughs> Good on, Razor. And Pepe because he's just, honestly... He's not all there. No. Have you ever seen that game uh, where he was playing for Real Madrid and he just started kicking people?
0: the guy on the floor yeah on the yeah. floor and just went took one swipe
2: but he missed him and then yeah. took another swipe and like raked up his back so and then I struggled for a right back but I went for Ivanovic just because he survived getting bitten by flies. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to be yeah. pretty hard um, and I've gone for three centre mids I've gone for Roy King yeah Vinnie Jones and Patrick Vieira that's the exact three I've gone for in my <laughs> midfield and then up top I've gone for Diego Costa Duncan Ferguson and Eric Cantona
0: nice nice so there you go yeah. right Dan, you went a different route.
2: Yeah, I've, I've got, I've done
1: similar in terms of nasty bastards. Okay. So I changed my team because I thought it'd be a bit boring if I'd done the worst eleven. Um, but I've gone for Premier League only. I haven't gone all okay. over the world. Um So I've gone for Jens Lehmann in goal because mm-hmm. he was a dickhead at times. <laughs> um, it must be a German thing, I think. In terms of yeah, goal I
0: think it is very much a German thing.
1: Um, I went
0: for Martin.
1: Is it Keown? Is that Yeah, is Arsenal. There? I'm pretty sure he was a bit of a nasty bastard back in the day. He's still a bit of a twilight. I went for Vidic, because he was a hard nut. Um, I went for Marcus Alonso, because he runs people over him. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes his car
0: hard. <laughs> or his lawyer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and he's not a defender, but I'd already done my midfield, and I wanted to include him. Um, or can I include him in the midfield? How many is that? That's three. Yeah. Um. The Swiss midfielder that just left um Arsenal. I can't remember his name. Granite Jacker. Granite Xhaka. I'm including him as a defender. Okay. Um, but yeah, he had to be in my team. Uh, I don't need to go into why. Really. <laughs> uh, and then my midfield was. I also had Roy Keane. Um, I had Lee Catmull. Because mm-hmm. uh, he oh, yeah legs. yeah,
0: Shame Shearer's <laughs> sure not here. To be <laughs> <that what you're laughs> spitting feathers about now.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to be playing against Lee Catamol. Um, Joey Barton yeah.
0: did you put him in there because of that stat we saw <laughs> yeah.
1: earlier I mean it would have been in anyway but yeah
0: so what was the stat he had more career no, had cards more cards than, than goals wins, as as wins, as wins, wins yeah. 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 which is even worse that's insane yeah, more
1: cards than wins um, and then my front three was Luis Suarez uh, obviously bit people quite often Yeah. Diego Costa <laughs> yeah. and Cantona
0: interesting so we've actually got fairly similar teams all three of us so um, I went for Lehmann in goal just because I remember him doing nothing but fucking moaning, and whinging and winding people up. Must have been horrible to play against. I've gone for a back four, and now I don't know how many of these players would ever finish a game. Uh, Pepe, Sergio Ramos, Christian Romero, and Martin Keown. <laughs> Um, That is a front I would not... I just refuse to play if I was a striker in that game. I just wouldn't turn up. Midfield three of, uh, same as Lee, Roy Keane, Vinnie Jones, and Patrick Vieira. I just saw a video of Vinnie Jones the other day um it's against this yellow card, isn't he? In Premier League yeah, but it was I think it was a game against Roy Keane when he first started playing for United. It was back in the day where referees mm. literally just turned up to make sure no one died, mm. and that was about that was their literal MO. Didn't care about anything else, and Vinnie Jones kicked seven shades of shit out of Roy Keane. But in fairness to Roy Keane, never reacted yeah. once. He There's just got up. One and, of them
2: compilation videos is one with uh, Eric Cantona where he goes in like up here somewhere, up his thigh. And Eric Cantelot just literally gets back straight back up again. But yeah. nowadays, they'll be... <gasps> they just, yeah, I, I just don't
0: get it. I mean, it's not like we're saying that today's footballers, if you got hit like that, that it, we're saying that it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. It's more the fact we're saying, how are they not lying on the ground mm-hmm. screaming in pain? So anyway, uh, my front three, a combination of you guys, like on Diego Costa. Um, I mean, didn't he openly admit that he just doesn't know what happens to him when he walked on a football pitch? He basically sort of said, like, something goes in my brain and mm-hmm. I just turn into a bit of a swat. Luis Suarez for for just biting people, always being hungry. And they went for Gabriel Batistuta. For some reason, I could be wrong, but I just remember, not only was he a great player, but he looked like some kind of like drug cartel leader. And I'm pretty sure he was a bit of a twat. Um, Being Argentinian, there's a good chance of that being true anyway. Um, I could have gone outside uh, shouts. I could have had Diego Simeone, um, not only as a player, but also as a manager. Could have had that still to this day. Um. So and I was also thinking about um, uh, who was the other midfielder West Ham had? Um, what's his name? John Moncur. You you won't. I doubt you'll know him, but literally he was known amongst West Ham fans. They always used to have sweepstakes when he came on off the bench. How long it would take to him get a yellow <laughs> card? He was incredible. So there we go. Uh. Right. Let us move on. Let's get some of these games out of the way. Uh. Dan, you get the uh the honor of going first mm. since you uh, missed out last week. Um, in United, what did they do last? I know they won midweek. Who no, <laughs> <laughs> did they play last weekend? Uh, was that the Newcastle game? Yeah, probably. Um, yes, it was. When it, yeah, because we we talked about it on on Monday. Um, I mean,
1: I remember the midweek game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, trying to not go over old ground here mm. because it's very easy to kind of just sort of like dig up the same old stories and the same old discussions but there does come a point where you have to start you know we some some level of um, acceptance has been given that united are in a bit of turmoil the club's in turmoil and therefore that gives ten hog a little bit of breathing room but when it comes down to and you look at, at the some of the inept performances that united turn, turned out the players and the situation they find themselves in at some point the criticism we've got to turn to ten hog and say well what what is it that you're doing because at the moment it just he looks to me, as I said on Monday, like a deer in the headlights.
1: Yeah, it's interesting though because I, I
0: just, it's I feel
1: sorry for Ten because it's always so easy to just look at the manager straight away and say oh, it's it's the manager's fault. Like I was thinking about the other day, you know. I mean, it's not relevant to people listening, but you know, on a Saturday we don't we don't all turn to you and Nigel and say it's their fault.
0: Oh, I don't know they fucking did it at the pub this week <laughs> oh I've got some, some stupid <laughs> this fucking week really yeah a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright well that's, <laughs> that point got disproved um, but I, I just think it's I know so, what you mean it's so easy nowadays to just you know managers are, are pretty much just scapegoats and, and like because so many United fans are at that point now where they want Ten Hag I've seen it all over social media and stuff like that and I'm like we, he's literally just one manager of the month mm. um, and it's the problem is, is it's because we're either winning or losing that it, it looks so bad because there's not been any drawn games to even it out. But I
0: don't necessarily think it's the fact that you're losing games. I think it's the manner in which you're losing. The games. Yeah, yeah the I, I, I don't
1: think it's fair to look at the manager. Um, I mean, you've got to look at those players. The problem is we've got players that don't deserve to be there on 300 grand a week. Yeah. And the problem is they've already made it. They've got nothing to play for. You know the reason Harry Maguire didn't want to leave is because he's on so much money. Yeah, and and that's the well, case. He didn't leave. Yeah, yeah. Well, fair play fair to him. Like know. not to. I mean, I I hate the bloke, but he is um, he is playing. At, well, I was gonna say out of skin, I wouldn't get that far. But he is <laughs> playing well at the moment. Um, but then you you look around at the, the rest of the player. I mean, Rashford's deservedly been dropped. Yeah. Um He should be setting an example, and he's he's just been dog shit. The one thing I would point criticism at is uh, for Ten Hag is his sign mm-hmm. Um I mean, Anthony, I think, has been a, a massive backfire. Anana, I don't think we needed to sign him. I mean, I feel like I say the same things every week, but Mount, I won't, I won't go into anymore.
0: Is he injured at the moment? Because I've not just not
1: seen him at all. No, he's, he always plays like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the only criticism I'd have for Ten Hag is is um, the ins but I. I actually that's a lie. I I do think when Ten Hag first came in I started to see a passage of play like the way we were playing and I remember pre-season I can't remember if it was this season or last season I think it was this season
0: Uh, no it was last Last season last season
1: When we were like walking it into the opposition's yeah. teams, now it's,
0: it's funny you say that because I was going to bring that up because if you look at where you were then, everyone was going, "Oh my god, mm. you know we're going to be playing like Ajax." Mm. You know we got all this football he was getting a tune out of like Martial and all these players. And you think fucking that Man United could be in the real deal? Mm. Then of course you had those two heavy defeats at the yeah. start of last season. Um, Then you got back to any ways, and in the end last season you were classed as a successful season. Yeah. Two cup finals, one of which you won. um, Got into the top four. You would say that as a season, Ten hogs first season, that was a very strong season. And then all of a sudden, it's like, it's just all reverted back to type mm. again. Um, so what's gone wrong? Like, wh- why is it all suddenly falling apart? And why is the style of football now so far away from what we saw at the start of that season?
1: Say, yeah, I mean, we're, we are playing survival football. Um, and it, it's, it happens with every manager, you know, they come in, they implement our style. The first sort of season that they're, they're building up to it, the second season, we always win a trophy or we always have a great season. The third season, it always falls to pieces. Mm. Um,
0: I don't know if you saw uh, on the one of the podcasts that Neville and King uh, do. They did a um, a keep uh, last straw and sell basically on mm. pretty much the entire United squad. And in the the only players they put in the keep category, Bruno. Bruno, go on, go on. How many were there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think Rashford
1: would have been in there. Uh yeah, Bruno Rashford Hoyland's yep
0: to Um, what, Tommy, <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> top <laughs> top score. I'd be fuck, I wouldn't be setting him at the moment.
1: Uh, Garnacho.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's got to be another Three
0: yeah. with the three more players.
1: Uh, is it youngster? <gasps> M-
0: uh, um,
1: yep. Yeah, that's five.
0: Two more. Uh, you won't like one of them. Really? Yeah. Casemiro? No. Maguire? No. No, it won't be Maguire. Uh, they da- did also say... No, they did also say they would keep the boss Oh, Luke well. Shaw? No. Really? No. That surprises me. Well, Do you want to know? No, go on. Lissandra Martinez?
1: Yeah, yeah, I forget, yeah.
0: And this is the one you won't like, Mason Mount.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: they both agreed to keep it. Maybe it's because they feel like he's a better player than he's showing and that he, you know, with more games maybe get better. I don't know, but they've put them in the keep category. Um... Man United forward, uh uh oh, actually, no, I'm lying. Rashford was not in the keep category. He was in the last straw category, uh, um, because Roy Keane just sort of said he's if he doesn't start stepping up, he's not justifying his way. He's got mm-hmm. to, he's got to move on. But every single other player was either in the get shot or last straw. That's a substantial amount of your squad that potentially people are saying needs to be changed yeah. and refreshed. Um, now with what's his face coming in, uh, Jim Ratcliffe. Yeah. I find it, I must admit, I was thinking about it earlier, I find it quite weird that supposedly he's coming in to take over football operations when he owns only 25% of United.
2: Also, I saw a thing, I don't know how true it is, but when he comes in, he's going to make, or supposedly make, Ten Hag, basically make up with Sancho and get him back in the side. (sighs) How do you feel about that? It's
0: kind of undermining the manager. Yeah. I mean, I do – where do you – who do you side with in that? Let's get that clear. So I can't remember where you side. Do you side with Sancho? Or do you side with Ten Hag? Ten Hag yeah. yeah. So from what I understand, this this was all very, very petty in the first place. Uh, it was something to do with um, Sancho. Sancho didn't train, if I remember right. Sancho didn't train very well. He got dropped from the squad. Ten Hag sort of said, look, he didn't train very well, but we want to get him back in the squad and want to see more from him. And rather than take up the – you know, the mantle of, of trying he to improve. He publicly
1: came out and said it was a lie.
0: He publicly came yeah. out, called out the manager, mm. and then that's it. The relationship just completely died overnight. Yeah. And it's seemingly... and Then we
1: saw a thing the other day from Matic saying that the two worst people for turning up late to training were Pogba and Sancho. Yeah.
0: Um, and I, Yeah, he said, didn't he, Matic also said that when he was at Chelsea, there wasn't a single player that was late. Everybody mm. was on time. Everyone was ultra professional. And he said he united. People were just turning up late mm. every day. He said the like, culture was so weird. They started a fine system, didn't they? They made 75 grand yeah. it, in a yeah.
2: season. <laughs> fines for Jesus being late? Christ. Mm.
0: Um, but it, yeah, it does play into that kind of culture that from the outside looking in, that it looks like is there, where the players are just kind of sort of half-assing their way through and it's reflecting on the pitch. I mean, talking about this game, I mean, let's you know, we will talk about Bournemouth because we shouldn't take anything away from Bournemouth and what they're doing right now, but from United this could have been 5-0 yeah. because Solanke hits the post and I don't know about you guys should
2: have been 4-0 because so I think that's incredibly harsh ruling that last goal out for handball
0: the, the, the thing is is that that is a that is a perfect example to me of where Common sense has just completely disappeared. So basically, it was where he oh, was stumbling. He was stumbling, yeah, and his arms were all over the place.
2: Remember watching match today and thinking that no one was getting enough. back in to stop him anyway. He's no, there.
0: and he hasn't gained an advantage no. because the ball hasn't deviated. No, or or hit the like
1: and then bounces back mm-hmm. up.
0: Yeah. yeah, and he's trying to like maintain his balance. His arms yeah. are everywhere, and he just sort of yeah. brushes his arm. Practically caught. Um, but in a week that you've got Bayern Munich mm. and then Liverpool, mm. this is a pretty big week. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if United turn up in one of those games and find a way to wheeze Might himself. turn up,
2: but... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Roger got stuff for the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, You might get,
0: yeah, well, you know that from your bet yeah, at the weekend. I know. <laughs> um, and
2: they're already through, aren't they? Same yeah. Way.
0: Yeah, so, um I don't know, I just, I, I know, I hear what you're saying about Ten Hag and I I totally agree with the fact that, well, if you if you even, if you were to give it a Ten Hag, who the hell do you bring in so, and, yeah. what, and what changes? So it's almost like the club now needs this. I don't know what's taking so long with this Ratcliffe deal as to why it's taking so long to get over the line, but it needs something to come maybe in not and shake. our transfers. <laughs> well, this is true. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're waiting for another couple of million or something on the <laughs> yeah. last day of the season. Um, yeah. I, I,
1: but I, something needs to change. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Um, it just, it, I just get bored that it's the constant, and it has been for many years, that it's the constant we go again every single time. There's no real, like, taking authority mm. from anybody. You know, even all the players, they're just like, oh yeah, it was unacceptable, but you know, we need to be better next week. It's like, well fucking do it then. Mm. And and Ten Hag says, oh, we need to be more consistent. It's like, <laughs> you can't like beat Chelsea midweek. I know Chelsea aren't the Chelsea of old days, but you can't beat Chelsea midweek and then get battered by Bournemouth at the weekend
0: yeah i mean look as you alluded to during the week, we were talking that chelsea were poor midweek but man united did have a purpose about mm. them had an impetus about them mm. they were in there was an the intensity there and that completely disappeared so it is in the space of what four or five days we've seen two completely different mm. man united teams um so i i just really don't understand what what is what is happening with them and and are you sort of concerned now for the re- remainder of this season if this inconsistency carries on because I think you've lost now I'm, I'm sure the stat is hilariously though somebody who ever had this stat has been sitting on this for a while waiting to push the button you've now lost more games in the Premier League uh, in the last in 10 years since Fergie left yeah. than in the 16 years he was in was charge there, yeah. or something there was a stat very similar to that and it just home games was it home games yeah. pretty yeah, home games so yeah, it, it's a it's a shocking statistic, but it's indictment of where United are right now. Mm. Um, if you were to name your United team right now, would you have a space for uh, for players like Rashford, for for Casemiro, you know, the, the sort of big superstar names on the big wages, or would you take all of them out? Uh,
1: my United team.
0: Go on, right yeah, do now, do United team? Yeah, go on.
1: Would be Mainu, Bruno, and Hoyland. <laughs> I'm not joking, that's all I'd keep. <laughs> uh, go, where
0: are your goals gonna come from though? On, <laughs> yeah, get McTominay in there. Would you not what about players like um, you know, sure, Wambasaka? You know, would you not Sure, sure, I would keep Wambasaka
1: can get in the bin. Yeah. Is- he's he's not good enough. He's he's a average squad player. I'd maybe keep him for bench fodder, but <laughs> um Martinez I would keep actually. When's he um, due back? He had quite a bad. He wasn't it a
0: Torre a of kids yeah, or, he kids or something? something like
1: that. Yeah, um, Varane needs to go
0: now. I think that's a done deal. Yeah, yeah something's gonna have fallen
1: out, and he was—he's was very inconsistent anyway. Casemiro, I'd maybe keep. I'm not hundred percent sure. He's been pretty shit this season. Mount, I'd send back to Chelsea. He'd keep oh, the fucking sixty million. Um, I think you've passed my Yeah, you've you passed the thirty
0: day return policy. Yeah. I think.
1: Uh, Garnacho, I would keep. Anthony I'd send away, far away. <laughs> Rashford could fuck off anywhere he wants to go. Martial should have fucked off five years ago.
0: There's rumours circulating that he might be getting a new contract extension. Oh, really <laughs> he, is, he, is, he is the next Phil Jones, isn't he? He's honestly, just going to be there for life. Oh,
1: if, but that's, again, if we give Martial a contract, that's why the football club is fucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Martial, do you remember when... it um, was it? who took over, I think it was either Ranić or, or when Ten first took over, we kept taking the best because Mike Fielder just kept standing on the by the brickwork. That would be Martial <laughs> yeah. in 10 years' time. Yeah. Still on a playing contract at the yeah. age of 45. It was
1: Mike Feeland. It
0: was getting, Mike Feeling, yeah. Phelan, yeah. <laughs> Mike more than a feeling.
1: Yeah, I'm worried about the club. As, but, I mean, what the best thing that could have happened was the Glazers leaving and that's not going to happen. And I, I just don't see any change. I just see the same shit. You know, we have a good season and then we have a few shit years. And then we have a bounce back because the Glazers realise the old stock prices are falling and mm. and just the same old up down up down.
0: Where do you um where do you land on, on, on captain at the moment? Because to me, Fernandez is still I don't know, he just doesn't seem like Captain Material for me. Yeah, Good player, yes.
1: Yeah, he's he's quite petulant and like getting that f- yellow card against Bournemouth, he now can't play in the Liverpool game.
0: Yeah, which is for me that Massive mental thing and especially was it not for um, wasn't it for mouth yeah it was wasn't it Um,
1: but then again maybe it was smart on his point because I don't think I'd want to play
0: (laughs) (laughs) true Um,
1: we we don't have any leaders in the team unfortunately that's Mm. the problem like Maguire's not I think he's better without the captain's armband because he doesn't have the pressure of being the captain he can just focus on his own game and, and all jokes
0: aside, he has been better.
1: He's been better. I still don't think he's good enough, and he's not worth the wages that we're paying him. Um, I think he'd be good at, you know, a West Ham or something like right
0: that. Right now, he'd be unreal for us yeah. when we we're fucking playing in defender.
1: Um, but
2: <sighs> I give him a shot, hard.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, we but the problem is we don't have any leaders, Um, you know you'd you'd want your players like Rashford who are sort of United through and through to be your uh, your sort of captain potential, but. He, he can't be out. You know, the, we watched the video of Gallagher running earlier after his man and then just sort of leaving him and seeing Rashford do that the other day and most of the season.
0: Yeah, and the new, obviously you weren't here. I'm sure you would have been spitting feathers mm. if you were, but Rashford against Newcastle last yeah. week was, was disgraceful. Um,
1: so you don't really want someone like that as your captain. So, I mean, the only person I can think of is maybe Luke Shaw. I think he always puts an effort in. I've never seen Luke Shaw sort of giving up. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he's probably the only one I can think of to be honest. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, well, let's talk about Bournemouth because for all Man United being poor, Bournemouth were very, very good. Mm. Um. And it wasn't so long ago that we were talking about Iriola being very much the next candidate to be sacked. It didn't look like we. You couldn't see where the first win was going to come from. Let you know. Let alone go on the run that they are now. Here we are, five games without uh, losing. Um, scoring goals, winning games, and I, f- I feel like all of a sudden now that the you know looking pretty bright all of a sudden because they're ten points clear at the bottom three, and at the moment they look like they're only going in one direction. Um, it's
2: amazing how quick it's gone from literally dross to half decent football. There's been no sort of subtle build up. Mm. It's just gone from one uh, one extreme to the other, isn't
0: it? Yeah, and and to be honest, um, personally this is yet another reason why I am fucking depressed watching David Moyes' tactics. Because (laughs) if this guy, Iriola, comes in and he's said, right, this is how we're going to play and come hell or high water, this is how we're going to play. We're going to keep doing this until you guys fucking get it. And he did it and he did it. He He took all the criticism, took age for them to start really scoring goals and being competitive. And yet here we are now, they're playing great football with, let's be obvious, a less than brilliant squad in the Premier League. Yeah. and this uh, is why
1: managers need time, though. Yeah, it's but this so is it- easy for, you know, fans and players and stuff to turn on managers after five games, you know, five losses. But you, you, this is the sort of thing that happens when managers are actually given time to implement their stance.
0: And in particular with Bournemouth, obviously, Iriola had that sort of extra pressure on his shoulders because of what happened with Gary O'Neil. Mm-hmm. Um And there was always that feeling of, Gary O'Neill shouldn't have been sacked, Iriola's come in, now it's not working, and it, it puts into even more contrast How a job O'Neill has done at Wolves so far I know the results haven't been brilliant but the performances have and now all of that weight seems to have been completely lifted now and it almost seems like all right well fair enough it's now kind of justified so yeah I must admit um, Bournemouth have, have, have been fantastic um, I'm looking at their their fixtures coming up um, they've got Luton, Forest, Fulham coming up so three very winnable games there all of a sudden they could be staring at the top half of the table mm. come, come Christmas um, and then after that uh, a couple of tougher games, Spurs and Liverpool. Then they got West Ham. And f- back to easy
1: games. Yeah, it?
0: back to easy games again, <laughs> uh, especially at home. They'll be all right. They'll be fine. there at our place. Um, so, yeah, I- I- I'm really I'm really pleased for Bournemouth that they seem to be doing so well. Um, Dominic Solanke is a player that very much splits opinion. Um, do you think that recent form shows that maybe he's got in him to maybe take a step higher? I'm not suggesting he's going go to go to a it? top six club, but... Um, <laughs> 24, 25, He's right? not that old, yeah, because he was a youngster at. Um,
2: he left us, and he was about eighteen, I think. Mean. He went to Liverpool, didn't he?
0: Mm-hmm. He he's born in ninety seven, so that makes twenty six. 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, still That's got plenty of plenty of plenty in the tank. I I don't think I think he's
2: probably at his level.
1: Yeah, he reminds me of Callum Wilson a bit. He's like a, a poacher striker. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it'd need to be in the right setup to really work. Do
0: you think this actual setup right now works for him? Yeah, Um, because
1: I've when I remember seeing him at Liverpool and Chelsea, and I thought he's a championship striker at best.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. I know he was young, obviously, but haven't since he's been at Bournemouth, he's he's sort of been
0: he's the main man there, really. Yeah, trying to
1: Andy Carroll at Newcastle and Benteke at Villa. He's that sort of player, whereas you then move him onto a, you know, a, a bigger club and yep. just completely fall off a cliff.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, it's it feels almost like a uh like a Zahara Palace. Yeah. Like yeah. it just everything fits so well ball, though. Yeah. yeah. It, suits it just it fits so well there that you feel like, why would you want to break that? Why would you want to risk going to a club and having to adapt to a new style? Um, but he leads the line really well for for them. And actually I think that he's become a almost in a integral part of their team that if he was to suddenly get injured, I think Bournemouth might find themselves mm. in a spot of bother. And it's not uncommon for a, a team of you know of that stature to have well, their
1: second striker's keeper more.
0: Well exactly. <laughs> um I know Philip Billings a decent player yeah. on his day but he's not really a regular goal scorer. That Tavernier is good. Tavernier you mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> um yeah I mean they've got some some decent players I think is it Semenyo? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um he looked quite good. Um who was the other one in midfield that they had um I can't remember what his name was? Uh, yeah, the Oratara. He hasn't. He hasn't played much this year. But I really like the look of him last year. But for whatever reason, it hasn't kicked on this year. But yeah, I'm really pleased with Bournemouth that they've um, that they've pushed on. Uh, right. Well, we'll take a break from uh, the bashing of uh, of our teams and we'll talk about uh, Newcastle. Uh, shame Shearer's not here because mm. that's a couple of games in a row. But in fairness to Newcastle, um, they do look fucked. They yeah. look absolutely out on their feet. Kieran Trippier, an incredibly reliable uh, professional and very good right-back, has looked all at sea in the last couple of games, hasn't he?
1: Against Everton midweek, obviously he gave away two of the goals, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Shocker. Um, and he got roasted by yes,
2: Son in this game, didn't he?
0: Absolutely tight as like that.
2: That Depravko is shocking as well, isn't he? His positional sense is...
0: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because... It wasn't that long ago that he was Newcastle's main goalkeeper. Obviously, United took him on loan, but it just shows that when you suddenly become the number two and you barely play, mm. stepping back into the limelight again, obviously, it's a big ask. So um, Fabianski knows all about yeah, it. Yeah, fucking right, he does. <laughs> Although he's not helped out by the fucking mongrels in front of him. So, <laughs> um, so <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just feel with Newcastle, though, you, know, the, you look at the bench they had at the weekend. It's full of... Decent first-team players. I mean, they had Sean Longstaff on the, on the bench. Um, they had uh, Harrison, uh, Matt Ritchie, Callum Wilson, Paul Dammit. These are all players. And Hall as well, who's um, back in the squad again. So they had the opportunity there. And if you look at the... I'm sure they showed it on match of the day in the last four games, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Ten outfield players. The same ten outfield players started every game. I don't think four of them have completed... No, it might be more than that. It's more that. It'll complete all 90. yeah.
2: Of all four games.
0: Yeah, plus the uh, Champions League probably in between that as well. So, yeah, I think that whilst it's fair enough to say that Newcastle are knackered, I don't think Eddie Howell has managed the squad rotation effectively enough through this period.
2: And it's only going to get worse through December as well. You think the amount of fixtures coming up, if if they're out on their knees now, what are they going to be like in a month's time?
0: Are they still in the Carling Cup? I don't want to keep calling at the Carling Cup. <laughs> oh, the I'll, cup. I'll, I'll, I'll turn back <laughs> 30 30 yeah. the Cup. Are they still in the Carabao Cup? Uh, us.
1: Yeah, us. they think they beat us, didn't they? Let me have a quick look. See if they're still in there. Because if they are, then obviously that, those... I'm pretty sure they beat us. Um,
0: oh yeah, they've got Chelsea. Mm. Uh, in a, so yeah, wait. they'll
1: be in the next round as well.
0: I love that dick. It's very good. To <laughs> but I mean, you know, in all seriousness, one, two, three. They've got, they got five games in the next 15 days. They're going to have to
1: play their strongest team against Milan if they want to stay in the
0: championship. Yeah, League. Milan are in the mud at the moment in, yeah. in Serie A. So that Fulham are is, playing well. Fulham are, yeah, Fulham are on fire. Children? Who knows what Chelsea will yeah. turn up? Luton away. No slouches. Um, so you would argue that the only game on paper currently that they can really say with categoric certainty that they should be winning is the Forest game on Boxing Day. Um, so, and then off, straight after the new year, Liverpool away, it's Sunderland in the Cup, Man, Man, City, Man City, Villa. So, <laughs> they've got, hey, anyone who's got Newcastle players in their fantasy league team should be probably thinking about taking them out. Yeah, I've got Three. Yeah, I mean, I've got Gordon, I think. Um, But yeah, I mean, look, Newcastle, they've still had a great start to the season, but this was a massive game for Spurs. I mean, we didn't obviously talk about the game midweek against West Ham for Spurs, but it sort of epitomised their recent turn of form where they just couldn't find the back of the net, playing pretty well, creating chances, not being ruthless enough, and then paying for it. Um, So this game will do them the world of good to kind of put that to bed, shuts everyone up in the media, who saying that all of a sudden Andrew's got a problem to solve and all this kind of stuff. Um, where do when you when you have consistency like that with as a, as a manager when you're trying to pick your team and you're trying to set your tactics, how difficult it is it not kind of knowing what team is going to turn up. Which team are we talking about? Yeah, sorry, Spurs. Spurs. Um, because he's obviously sending the team out playing in the same way with the same tactics. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he should sort of be commended for that. But at the same time, do you think actually? Should you be changing a little bit more? Or do you commend him for saying, no, fuck it, we're playing our way, it doesn't matter, come hell or high water?
2: We've probably spoken about Bournemouth, haven't we? How they have said, look, we're going to play like this and and now look at the rewards they're getting. Spurs got the rewards straight away, gone for a bit of a dip, but they've had a lot of injuries and red cards and that, haven't they? So mm. I, I think keep doing what they're doing. I think it'd
1: be, yeah, it can be dangerous to chop and change because yeah. otherwise you, you never find the right balance. And yeah. Whereas if you always go out, always know how you're going to play, sooner or later it's, it's obviously going to come together, which in this game it did. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was massive for them that Son passed a sort of fitness test because he was a doubt for this game. It was massive he was for me as well. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if he hadn't been playing in this game, who knows how this game mm. would, have, would have panned out. Um, Let's talk about um, their defence. Newcastle nearly went 1-0 up quite early when
1: Gordon went through.
0: That's true. Yes, they did. Um, So, yeah, the football matches hinge on these moments. Um, Let's talk about Christian Romero. Um, Can anybody explain to me how he hasn't been sent off Mm -hmm. for what was borderline assault on... I think it was Joe Linton uh, was the Mm. receiver. Has he he got to break the man's leg to get sent (laughs) off? Because it's... I mean,
2: the thing the was that he was wasn't happening.
0: even remotely near the no. ball.
2: Um, and he was on the floor as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, was Wilson, it was Wilson, wasn't it? Was it Wilson? Yeah. Um, whoever it was, he was completely sort of defenceless, mm-hmm. you know, couldn't get out of the way of this. Um, and you think, what have you got to, you know, you've seen, because uh, Romero got red carded practically when this bad run of form started, which is against Chelsea mm-hmm. four or five games ago. Um, he gets the um, He gets the ban... He comes back into the team in midweek and he sees the team lose. He is, as much as he is an absolute knobhead, he is a good player for them. He's a big player for them in that defence. What has to go through your head Mm. to do something like that? It's it's like he can't resist. It's like a red rag to a ball. Like the red mist descends and he sees an opportunity. He is like the Argentinian Pepe. That's the only way I can describe it. He has these rushes of blood to the head. Um, And his manager must be... Like tearing his hair out.
2: It's not like they were
0: chasing the game already for Neva. It's just, it's completely unnecessary. Mm. I just don't get it. I, I really don't understand him because he, you know, we there's a lot of talk around the media world that he changed under Postacoglu that he would really calmed down and he was beginning to just focus on his football. And all of a sudden, all of those things have all just sort of come back around again. Um, and he does miss Van De Ven next to Van De Ven bails him out a lot of times when the ball goes mm. past him because Van De Ven's that little bit quicker. Um, but yeah, I I must admit, as much as I hate to say, it, I really quite enjoy watching Spurs. It's a horrible thing to say as a West, yeah. West Ham fan, but Can't it, it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I just enjoy watching them play football. They, they're so refreshing. Um, they push the ball. They got some great players. <sighs> I don't want to say anymore. I've said, I've said too yes, much. Lee, move on. Should we talk about what your son said earlier? No. <laughs> 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 Um, right uh, just quickly before we move on with Newcastle do you see them getting out of their Champions League group do you see them progressing
2: um, what do they need a win and results to go elsewhere
0: I believe it's out of their hands yes um, can we look at their
2: it's a shame because they started so well
0: didn't they in their uh... I mean and also you where? could argue where would it be without that yeah, fucking that, oh, against yeah, PSG yeah. Uh, let's see if I could quickly bring up the uh, the table where are we, where are we, where are we? There, so they are, they need to beat AC Milan, and they Dortmund need... not so need to beat Dortmund PSG. to
1: beat PSG. Yeah,
0: because a draw would be enough. enough. Oh, uh, well, would, unless Newcastle batting Milan. Yeah, if yeah. they get
1: good goal defence.
0: Um, unless it goes on head-to-head. I don't know how that works. Newcastle's Even if it did, Newcastle be would be better. Because yeah. 3-0, 3-1, or whatever it was. So... Yeah, 4-0. Was it 4-0 at home? 4-0 at home, home, at home yeah. So, does that mean they've only scored one goal in their next three or four Champions League games then? Uh,
1: drew 0-0 with Milan the first game. Then they
0: lost... Lost 2-0 to Dortmund, did they? Or yeah. 1-0 at um, home? 1-0 was... with PSG. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean... So they've only scored against PSG. <laughs> at minimum, as long as they don't lose, they stay in Europe via dropping down into the Europa League. Obviously, Newcastle fans are going to want to stick around. Yeah. Um, I think they can still be fairly pleased, though. That's probably, arguably, the toughest group in the entire mm. competition. Well, other than that, I um, <laughs> You've, um, made it. <laughs> yeah. You've made it hard, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think they can be very pleased with that because I don't think, you know, many people would have expected them to uh, to smash Paris Saint-Germain 4-0. yeah. Um, so yeah I, I hope They've they made
1: it, it an exciting group
0: yeah absolutely sorry I'm delaying here because the next game we're talking about is the Fulham West Ham game and I really don't want to fucking talk about it come on in Fulham 5 West Ham 0 somebody else stop <laughs> need
1: some like sad
0: music I'll get the oh somebody else talk to me someone else tell me that I'm not going mad oh. because you started well what first couple of <laughs> minutes something. yeah it went downhill. Yeah, it did go rapidly. Off a cliff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do
1: you know what I think that the, the it's worst going to see Raul Jimenez scoring again?
0: In <laughs> fairness, yeah. I mean he's yeah, he's I mean he's scoring headers and something yeah, like that. Um, yes. Yeah, he scoring it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just I'm getting more and more bored of hearing pundits questioning why West Ham fans want Moyes to leave mm-hmm. and I know the statistics show that Moyes has been a successful manager and he has and I don't want to sound ungrateful what he's given the club with the European trophy but there comes a point where fans are spending thousands of pounds a year or a couple of hundred quid a game knowing exactly what it costs to get up there from where we are they want to be entertained and you look at that Fulham game. let me just say this result has been fucking coming do you know the funniest part
2: of Palace as well when it was 0-0, all you could hear was the West Ham fans saying, Champions of Europe, you'll never see that. And then they go and pump ball. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there are some times where you think, lads, just <laughs> wait until we're 2-0 up before you start singing things like that. Um, but I just want to like, just draw back here on the last uh, games or so that West Ham have played. So um, Spurs midweek, we were horrific in that first half. I mean, obviously, I was at the pub with, with our work colleagues and you texted me and said, are you watching this Tottenham training session? And then I looked at the stats and saw it was ninety two percent possession yeah, it was, after West twenty West Ham minutes. Literally, weren't in the game. Um, I could not believe what I was <laughs> what I was reading. Um, and then it got to one 0 at halftime. And I think West Ham did turn up and play well in the second half, but Tottenham still had chances. So we got away with that. And the two goals we got were like yeah, charity, they were insanely uh, um, fortunate. The Palace game, we were absolutely horrific in that game. Dreadful, lucky to get a draw. We struggled against uh, Bacatopoli, who I believe are a Serbian minnow team, really, mm. the Europa League. Struggled past yeah, them, that's twice.
1: Be Serbia's best team. No,
0: <laughs> we struggled past them twice in the European League, I think 1-0 both times. I think we went 1-0 down at home, actually, maybe like 2-1 we won. Burnley, we were dreadful until about the 85th minute, when we 1-0 down and got a 2-1 win. We were awful against Forest, lucky to get a late goal to win that game. Um, Scrape past Olympiakos, again, not very good in that the last game we played well in was 4th of November against Brentford when we lost 3-2. We actually played well in that game. We just conceded really poor goals. Um and then the the Carabao Cup against Arsenal was a bit of a a freak win because we did actually play quite well. So we we're, t- we're going back to the start of November and the last time I remember West Ham actually turning up and playing well across a 90 minute period. So this result has been coming. We've just been fortunate un- uh, we've been fortunate up until now that we've come up against teams that haven't been ruthless. And Fulham at the moment are on fucking fire. The only um, one thing
1: that did surprise me, I'm pretty sure, I'm 100% sure it was this game, was Moyes after the game. Because after you got pumped, I was fully expecting him to be sort of raging and, and calling out players and stuff. And uh he literally just said, yeah, it's just one of those games you've got to put behind you and move on. And yeah. I was like,
0: oh. <laughs> and then, just to make matters worse, as if he hasn't pissed off West, West Ham fans enough, he then said... Uh, we've had two tough away games against Spurs in front of me if you'd have offered me three points I'd have taken it it's like yeah but you've got the three points against Spurs and they got pumped five 0 by Fulham that's not really a, you know you can't just say that but he also said that we he, that the team had expended too much energy playing Spurs and you think well if that's the case fucking change the team yeah. Um so and we've got a lot of fixtures we're a little bit like Newcastle we've got a lot of fixtures coming up we've got Europa League we've got a, a quarter final against Liverpool next week um so, we're in the same boat with these, with these games. We haven't got the injuries, but we don't seem to have a manager that trusts in his squad. So, he's playing the same teams. He's he's playing Boeing all the time. He's playing Pacato all the time. He's playing the defence all the time. And, and it's, it's just not working. So, if he you. I probably. Give ha-
1: that Mubama or whatever his name no, is?
0: No, he, yeah. he showed a bit of promise by giving him. A start one weekend against who yeah, was it he played we played
1: him against the Serbian. Played
0: him against the Serbian team, and he also brought him on against Burnley. And he had a real impact in that mm. game. Suddenly, so so, come on, scored, and he yeah. tapped his wrist. Uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, he didn't. He was given as an own goal, but yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought, oh, hello, he's finally seen the you know seen the light, and he started changing, and he's gone back to normal. Mm. Not not giving him in hardly any minutes. Um, so yeah, please tell me that you know me ranting and raving every week. Do I have a point here? or am I being ungrateful? Because everybody else in the wild wider football seems to think that we're all fucking idiots for wanting Moyes to leave. What do you guys think? It's what? just a bit of a dinosaur now, isn't it? Yeah. Like... Do you understand where the frustrations come from? Yeah, I think, think
1: West Ham have got a good enough team to be up there yeah. sort of competing you know, for Europe.
0: I look at teams like Bournemouth, obviously recently the way they play, but I look at, in particular at Villa and how amazingly well they're doing at the moment. You know, They've beaten City and Arsenal in, in the same week. Mm. They're now being talked about as serious title contenders. Um, and I would say that player for player, we're not um, we're not miles off from them. I think they probably have got, certainly defensively, they're better than us. But I think in the attacking sense, I would say that we've got just as good quality as they have. It's just that they've got a manager that says, I know what you guys can do, so I'm going to play a style of football that brings out the best in these players. Like Leon Bailey looks like a well beer right now, keeping Diaby out of the team. Watkins has been outstanding. You know, they've got all these, John McGinn, look how fucking good this guy is mm. at the moment and then West Ham have got players like Paquetá, Kudas Bowen who are just nullified. Um it's it's just it's I want to go and watch West Ham. I want to go up there and watch it, but I refuse to pay 200 pounds for a day out to go and watch this. I don't I, even if we went up there and won one 0, I don't think I'd come away satisfied playing like this mm. to go and watch that. I'd feel cheated. Mm. Um so I don't know. Um but it's interesting you saying about what Moy said because it it's there was those rumors going around that long ago that he'd been told he wasn't going to get a new contract. That's what that's what made me think. I thought, has he actually been told that? Because it's a weird response. Yeah, be so blasé about not, it.
1: Yeah. Because part of me, if I knew that I was at a job and I was sort of told, "Oh yeah, we're, we're not going to renew at the end of the season," I know. I know he obviously can't go into games thinking, oh, "I don't really give a fuck." But there'd be a tiny bit of me sort of thinking, "Well, doesn't really matter because I'm not staying yeah. at the end of the season anyway."
0: And I think he's got enough pride in his work and professionalism that he wouldn't down tools mm. like that but at the same time it might Every
1: explain part of you especially after you've just won a European trophy surely a part of you would be a bit pissed off yes
0: that. I imagine he probably is yeah. um, at the same time surely you'd want your
2: legacy to not sort of die out win that and yeah. then be
0: seen as oh look how he failed that mm. last mm. season well look let's not kid around here if we hadn't have won that European trophy last year he would have been sacked in the summer mm. he wouldn't be here um, I'm I'm 99% certain of it because if our Premier League season alone last year was awful yeah, and he would have been sacked it's just that he got himself out of jail by winning that competition which meant the managers the chairman sorry almost couldn't sack him mm. um, but yeah we've got some tough games coming up um, Liverpool and we've got Arsenal on Boxing Day so you know we get on the wrong end of a couple of hidings mm. I think we've got Wolves next and Wolves are you know, no pushovers right now they're playing quite well so <clears throat> I you know Neto's back soon as well. So yeah, if if uh, West if West Ham don't buck their ideas up, um the fans are going to turn and regardless of what the chairman wants to do if the fans start turning that might force his hand. Mm. But, you know, all that being said, Moyes is a safe manager in terms of you're not going to get relegated, so it's still a roll of the dice. We've seen it with you know Roy Hodgson having to go back to Palace to steady that ship and um, when, when they you tried upset it his
2: fans thing last week telling them that they, uh, oh, they're ungrateful.
0: They're spoiled. Yeah, spoil and ungrateful. <laughs> So, um, but anyway, um, quick, let's, let's talk about Fulham. We shouldn't shouldn't forget about them. That's my rant about West Ham over. Um, but Fulham... Two 5-0s on the two bounce. Two 5-0s on the bounce. It's their best scoring home run since 1961. Um, We all sort of said at the start of the season where their goals were going to come from. And there was a period where it seemed like they didn't know either. Because I think they scored like 10 goals in their first 12 games or something. Now all of a sudden they've got 16 in their last five, I think, or four.
1: No, I didn't realise it was three years ago that Jimenez done that head
0: injury. A long time. Yeah, a yeah, really long time. Um, but he is just beginning to look a little bit like that old-brow Jimenez yeah. though, isn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, those, it was a couple of finishes uh, against Forest mm. that really tied his header in this game was outstanding. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember where we put Fulham in our little prediction table at the start of the season, but I'd imagine we put them fairly far down. Is this just a purple patch or are we seeing a bit of a... You know, a team that can push maybe that top half of the table
1: I mean they've had to adapt because losing Mitrovic was obviously a massive blow to them um,
2: I think they want to be aiming for mid-table I think mid-tables yeah a good season mm. for them
1: I yeah. like Fulham actually I, I think they're quite a, I think I just remember them from like when I was growing up watching them they got to that like European final against Juventus
0: yes was that when they had like Louis Sahar, and yeah, Mortain? Yeah, like, yeah,
1: that's the sort of Fulham I remember.
0: Sanderson might have been in golfing at that point yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, Um So, yeah, Harry Wilson's goal worth noting. That was absolutely class. Clint Dempsey. Um, Clint Dempsey, yeah, what a name. They just had so much time on the ball, though, didn't they? West Ham just didn't.
2: Start, yeah, they've scored five good goals, but probably all five of them, at least three of them, I can think of they had so much time to either pick a pass out and mm. like, yeah.
0: him there's his well, head out. Yeah. It
2: was the guy who crossed it in just an acre's of space yeah. and, and all and the time. Where he's headed world. it as well. He's yeah. headed almost to the
0: edge of our six-yard box. Yeah. And... Um,
1: I think it was the very last goal where Emerson. West Ham's defense just parted like the Red Sea, and then they had time to do a little sweaty goal across.
0: It was quite funny because I'd watched I watched the highlights of that of that game, and I was fuming at Creswell. He has just become dog shit mm. since he's been out of the team. He is a shadow of his former self, and we should look to ship him off as soon as humanly possible. Quite frankly. But Emerson has been brilliant for us this year. He's been one of our standout performers. So when that I saw that last goal, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, Creswell, are you ask it again. <laughs> and then they did an analysis and matched yeah. there and they hired it. I said Emerson. I was like, oh shit. It's not good <laughs> left back that's doing that. So yeah, not not a good day at the office. Um West Ham did a massive response um in the in the week. We've actually got a really important European game this week as well, because it decides who comes top of the table. Mm. Um a draw is enough. But if we come second, we'll get a second either way. But that would mean we'd have to play a playoff round against teams that have dropped down from the Champions League. So, not only would that be difficult, it also means it's an extra game of football that we could probably do without. As so say, it could be us. But well, we might try. not even make it that far. <laughs> 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 so right, Conan Lee, your turn. Have we got time for really? this? No. Right yes, we way. do. Yes, we do. Um, Everton two, Chelsea nil. Um I mean, I don't want to keep saying, you know, it's Groundhog Day, it's Groundhog Day, but it is. It is. It's 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 mental yeah, how we we're are the still same
2: chat as the week before <sighs> playing well. I mean, not how... scoring, and then I don't know what's happened to us defensively because the start of season we were very good defensively, and now just recently, just thought they've lost all ability to to defend.
0: Yeah, it, it's. I look at the. I look at that Chelsea side right now, um, and. It's. I said to you this on 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 the school run this morning. Actually, that it's mad that you spent as much money as you have, and it looks like that Chelsea team. I mean, even Pochettino said it after the game. He said something that you know that they need to to build and recruit in January. Well, we had seventy two percent possession again at the weekend, and we haven't scored a goal. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I mean, is it just a striker? Is it as simple as that? We create so many. I don't. I've never seen a team.
2: Create so many chances and not be able to score. Yeah. And it's not just the striker because your wingers and your, your midfielders should be scoring goals as well. Mm. Other teams don't rely on just one player to score goals.
0: Just but It's crazy, uh, isn't it? Because every time you think that Chelsea have turned a corner, yeah. you know, you had those two games in a row back where back you, yeah, <laughs> you scored, you had, was it this, the Spurs game, We won 4 zip or whatever four it was. One, yeah, um, Then I think you played... We have Man City who drew four or with that was it, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, eight goals in two games. You yeah. think, okay, well, goals are suddenly flowing. They can kick on yeah. from this, and then all of a sudden, as yeah. you say, back down to three like one again.
2: One step forward, two steps back all the time. It's that's like oh,
0: meh. Yeah, I, know. Um, <laughs> I mean
2: Everton played. They defended really well. They they played their their game. Yeah, um, I saw an interesting stuff. I should have written it down. But the I think it's the five or six games that Chelsea have lost this season, they've had over fifty five or sixty percent possession. And the five or six games that they've um won, they've had under
0: fifty percent possession. Really? Yeah. So you're actually you're more dangerous when the other team's got more, more of the possession. Really. Interesting. That's almost akin to what West Ham on, not to those
2: extremes, but just shows that we we struggle to break teams down when they sit in. Mm -hmm. If teams are coming onto us like Man City games, score four goals, they're coming onto us.
0: Yeah, I mean, how how you know Chelsea? I guess kind of in the same way as United, there is an element of being in crisis. I guess because Chelsea have now been in this neck of the woods in the league now for this is the third season in a row. At what point do people have to admit shit? This is not working with Chelsea. Something maybe it's working.
2: Maybe this, we found our, our
0: place <laughs> maybe at the table now.
2: yeah maybe <laughs> mid table fodder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a good twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, in Kunku coming back, I, I think that Chelsea fans are pinning a fair amount of hopes on his shoulders. I was just hoping
2: he'd be back by now. We've been, got told he was back in full training like three weeks ago, and he hasn't even been on the bench yet. So. Mm so yeah I, I just
1: <laughs> do you know what's, what, what's funny like in my head is like I look at United and I can see why we're shit like looking at the players yeah. we've got and stuff like that I look at Chelsea and I'm like why are they so mm. shit because they're even worse than
0: us yeah and it's not for a lack of effort it's not for a lack of intensity the United game we were, we were like it's
2: actually the worst game I've seen us played mm. for a long time I can't even remember the last time we played that badly mm. uh, but we actually play well in games like yeah. right? This Game again, actually, played good possession and good patterns of play, especially in the first half. Mm-hmm. Just
0: cannot put the ball in the back of the net. Mm. There's, there's a certain element of just rashness in front of goals, yeah. in there, like the Fernandez one, where I mm-hmm. think, um, he it was either saved or it hit was the saved, post or and then he,
2: the rebound it was just
0: he tried to be too clever yeah, too with it, clever, yeah. Um, so
1: yeah, like opened up a side, yeah, yeah.
0: Um yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, you've got some of these players on long, long-term, um, some of them contracts. Yeah, okay, a few, quite a few of them. Then um, <laughs> Mudrik's, you know, for example, yeah. you know, he's on the thing he, is he's got seven years he, of his he's uh, so <laughs> 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 yeah, he's got he seven years of his so, prison contract left. So
2: frustrating because he was pretty poor for the first half, and then the second half he come out, he looked a different player. He Actually, played quite well second half. It's, I, I. don't know if he's one of these confidence players. He needs a few goals or something to really kick on, or something to happen for him to sort of go right. Okay, here we go. Mm. I just I. I want him to do well. He's he, there's there's a player there somewhere in him, but just has not showed it for us at the moment.
0: I mean, it's worth noting when you, you're obviously making those comparisons with Man United earlier. The the situation in Chelsea is very different, but I would argue that actually from a crisis point of view, there is. The similarities there. United are higher in the table, despite mm. all of this. Mm. Um and in European football. And in European football. I Chelsea, <laughs> yeah, not for very much longer, yeah, yeah. but um Chelsea have uh you know signed a lot of these players on very long-term contracts, they spent a lot of money. It's not clicking, it's not working. Um, but it's also worth noting that you've had a lot of injuries this season. Reese James again pulling up with a potential hamstring problem. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you do? I mean, he's been promoted to club captain, and he's just not playing.
2: I, I said to you guys off pod. I said if Real Madrid come in for him in the summer or whatever, i will be tempted to get rid of him because he's just injured all the time. It's, yeah, it's all very it's well so frustrating because he is such a quality player. Yeah, but even when he has come back recently, the games he has played, he he looks slow. Mm.
1: He looks like a player that doesn't want to injure
0: yeah, himself. he's just yeah. off the pace on miles, and it's... Dude, that's contributing to the injuries, because he's almost overcompensating, so he's trying Probably, too yeah. hard to not yeah. injure himself, and therefore he is injuring himself. Yeah. Um, I feel sorry for him, because you know we've seen so many players down the years who've had such promising careers ahead of them be stifled by just constant injuries, you know, like Kieran Dyer... Um, yeah, Jack yeah. Wilshire, two very good examples. So... Yeah, I think it's all very well saying that you know you don't want to sell a player a lot of Reese James's quality to anybody, but at the end of the day, if you're not seeing that quality anyway, you might as well take the money for him and, and try and replace him with somebody else. Um I'm not sure if Gusto is a long-term he's, replacement for him though. He he started well. He's he looks okay. Yeah. Um
2: he's not future Chelsea. No, like he's that, not. He? he he's not of Reese James's level, but he will do for now. Mm. Yeah. That Colwell came on at right. Is he left footed or is he right footed? He's left footed, yeah. I think. But he, he's not a left back. I think they're just trying to keep him sweet in the team until, mm. like, um, well, I would put him in there instead of Paddy Ashill and De Sassi because De Sassi the weekend, well, the last four or five games, he's been awful. Mm. Paddy Ashill was at fault for the first goal. Yeah, lost his was player. It's weird
0: though, isn't it? Because it's. It- it's very easy to sort of criticise some of these players, but then they just don't seem to have long in the team before yeah. they're either rotated out or injured. So for any professional footballer, you, you know, you need a run of games.
1: the only player in shows his team that... Oh. oh, that's poor.
0: Go again. <laughs> Let me put my Surprise, phone... Huh? Put... <laughs> I would answer it, but it's the missus, and she'll shout at me. I put on like, loudspeaker. <laughs> I've probably done something wrong. and She knows I'm fucking recording the podcast. How dare she? <laughs> on. sorry, go on. Um, I was just going to say, I
1: think the only Chelsea player I can think of that's probably cemented at the team at the moment is Cole Palmer.
0: Yeah. I,
2: I yeah, he, he looks... One of the only shining lights on our team. Mm. He's Everything good sort of goes through him. Mm. So, I mean, you've got look, you look players like Sterling. You he's know, another one.
0: Just so down. hit and miss. you will get a couple of really good games out of him, then he goes missing. There was one moment where he felt like an absolute must-pick. For FPL, mm-hmm. and they had one or two games. You look at his games, he's like 2 2 4 2 2 16 2 yeah. 2 2 4 yeah, 16. Yeah. We were talking
2: about him getting back in the England squad again, but now look, yeah, yeah. he's gone for yeah. another run of games where he
0: just, yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I don't really understand what it is with Chelsea. If it does come into January, what do you see Chelsea doing? Do you think that you know there'll be another big investment right. in terms of quant- uh, quantity? No, I think.
2: It wouldn't surprise me if they went in for like an Ivan Tony or somebody to get a a body up front. I mean, Brozier played, and he played all right against Everton. He he looked pretty good, but he's still another one. Gets injured all the time, Mm. and he's very raw still. Um, I I don't think he is the answer to to play week in, week out, up top. I don't think he's going to get you 20 goals a season. Um, Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we did try and, and Get a uh, a striker in, and I'd love to get a goalkeeper in. Yeah. Because Sanchez ain't it. And mm. uh, Petrovic, who come on, looked miles off of it like fish out of water. He was yeah. just, yeah. Was yeah.
0: he young or was he?
2: Yeah, I think he's 20, 21. Oh, okay, he's quite
0: young. What about Everton, though? Because, you know, Ten point deduction. They've managed to get themselves back out of the bottom three again. Thirteen points. If they didn't have that ten point deduction, they'd be currently sitting in tenth place. What
1: better goal difference than
0: us? Yeah. Um. And they would also and us as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> Call cool, this fucking podcast. <laughs> don't get any no, better,
1: does it? That was zero. Got a good goal
0: difference. No, 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 that's with,
1: just points. <laughs> that was <laughs> <nice. That's laughs> nineteen. Fucking
0: hell. <laughs> Not even intending to dig at us. Jesus Christ, he's all ripping us. Um. But in all fairness to Everton, I mean, we would be talking about the... For, for you know, they'd be uh four points off of, off of United in sixth place without that mm. 10 point deduction, yeah. Um, so we do need to give Sean Dutch an enormous amount of credit mm, because he USA. is, <laughs> 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 um, we we do need to give them a massive amount of credit because Sean Dyche... We, we remember talking at the start of the year. We remember, I remember the game against Aston Villa where they just I think they got to be like 5 0 and they look so bad, mm. so unlike a Sean Dyche team. And he, he seems to have finally got his claws into them and, and turned them around. They've won four in the last six. They look like a team now that finally knows what they need to do, how they need to do it, and that it's It's working. a
2: proper Sean Dodge team, isn't it? This is
0: Burnley 2.0. Yeah.
2: No frills, like 4-4-2, get behind the ball and then try and lump a ball into the box or something, win a header or something like that. Mm -hmm.
0: But they have got some difference makers. I've been really impressed with Scott Harrison. Mm -hmm. Um, He seems to have slotted in quite nicely there. Um, DeCore providing Decore, yeah. really important goals for that team this season. You know, in Calvin Lewis chipped in with a few, but he's gone dry the last couple of games.
1: Um Pickford, as much as so, I'd say it. it's been good for in the last few games.
0: Yeah. Um and I must admit I do like Dwight McNeil. Mm. Um I feel like he's got such a he reminds me so much of Moussa Dembele who used to play for Spurs, mm. the way he sort of glides past people. He's got such a sweet left foot. So yeah, I think if you're an Everton fan right now, I think you're uh you're loving off. And I think it's testament to the job that Sean Dyche has done so far that no matter when that 10-point deduction came in, all the talk was about how it was unfair and why aren't Chelsea and why aren't City being punished. I didn't hear a single talk about everyone saying, oh my God, they're going to get relegated now. It almost like was fine, they're still going to stay up. Mm. Um, and I think that's testament to where Everton are right now and how Sean Dyche has turned it around that none of that talk was ever, was ever mentioned.
1: I think the relegation battle could be over quite early this season.
2: Well, what Sheffield United on now? Uh, they'll be on eleven points next weekend. <laughs> um, so they're slowly climbing. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean Luton. The trouble is with Luton that you know they they've they've every single home game they've had they've been in it. Um, and we'll actually uh, let's let's you know what, let's move on and talk about them. I was going to talk about them last, but let's move on. Um, Luton have been in every single home game so far this season. Look at all their home games. They've only lost by like the odd goal here or there. They lost by the odd goal against uh, City. They lost by a late goal against Arsenal. They lost by a late goal uh, against uh, Liverpool. You know, they've been in all of these games, but you've got to try and pick up some points in those games. You can't keep throwing them away. Um, and this table, I suspect, would look very, very different for Luton if they converted one or two of those games, those home games, into wins. Um, but. Up until you know, Chris Wilder comes in, Sheffield United have obviously got herself, got themselves a win. Yeah. Luton did look like a team that was at least really fighting for, for Premier League survival, um, but I still don't think they're going to get it. I just all three
1: kind of remind me of each other. They're they're nearly done it. Teams, <laughs> you know, Burnley have gone one nil up in quite a few games and lost like two. I'm pretty sure against you they went one nil up and then lost 2-1
0: um, no I think it, we went 2-0 up and they got a 2-1 and then they had a bit of a late rally oh, swear, oh sorry now I'm talking Luton yes no you're yeah. absolutely right 1-0 up against us yeah. and then we, we won
1: 2-1 so yeah I just none of those teams you know last season there was about it was all the way up to like 12th or 13th all of them could have been relegated Whereas now, I know it's still early days, but I just don't see any of them going on. The only one I can see potentially dropping into trouble is Forrest.
0: Yes, Forrest, as it happens, of all the managers now in that bottom area, Steve Cooper's job appears to be the most Mm -hmm. at risk right now. They're in a bit of a slop. And let's not forget, they're in this rut now. And this is probably my fault because I said a few weeks ago (laughs) that I really like the look of them. Yeah. Let's not forget that they're going to be the most affected by the African Cup of Nations. Yes. And they're in this form now. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, this <laughs> is who knows, those players getting out of the way might actually improve Since, them
1: since now. they lost to one year again, I think they've lost almost every game other than the weekend. Oh.
0: Yeah, he has sort of silently become and he doesn't necessarily score all the goals, but he becomes a massive, massive player for them. So yeah, at one year he's been a massive player for them. Um, I've been really disappointed actually that players like Elanga haven't kicked on because when we last spoke about Forrest I said they were looking good mm-hmm. he looked like a play, one of those players that could be a a real talisman almost like a, a Bowen at West Ham you know he, so direct so attacking mm. and he, and he it joked really. at,
2: you know what
1: he could have done with him well that's why when you asked me would we miss him I said no yeah.
0: I mean i would probably still at United right now regardless but would you not have him back at, no. who would you rather have Anthony or Elanga
1: Anthony really Elanga's fodder mate he's rubbish What's happening? It uh, is awful <laughs> as well, <but. laughs> well. At least he does a little spinny thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, at least he's entertaining to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they, they could be in a spot of bother. Um, so Luton made hard work of this, or sorry, Man City made a little bit of hard work of this. Um, there's another red cards or potential red card this weekend that didn't get um, seen, and it was in this game uh, Brown on Phil Foden. Um, I don't believe he even got a card or anything for this. Oh, no. So, what do we guys think of this one? Because it wasn't quite as clear cut as Romero's one, but for me, this was still a red. I, I, yeah, I, I think, think it's a red. I think it was a red,
2: yeah. I was saying to you guys earlier, Phil Foden's foot is actually planted there. He snapped his ankle.
1: Mm. And
2: it's not a tackle. I, I've never seen anyone go into a tackle,
1: like leaping in with both. Yeah. It's, not,
2: it's almost more of a stamp, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was, yeah, yeah, It wasn't,
1: you know, it was not like he was sort of in a horizontal position. Mm. He was.
0: Do you know like when you're, when you're playing certain like, uh, video games, you got do moves where you jump up and then you press down and he comes down and smashes it yeah. around? It's almost like that. Yeah. He's almost like come down onto his ankle. It's really, really odd. Um, Ross Barkley looks like he's... He looks like he'd be a player. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Chelsea's should <never> looking at <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, him. He's, he's looking I'm like he's it. finding his feet. Andros Townsend providing the assist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rolling back the ears all these all these players. Um, but Man City, You know, this was a big result for City. Because they have been a mile off it hmm. by their own standards in the, in recent times. So wasteful in front of goal the last few games, mm. right. And with Haaland missing now, what you know the all eyes are going to be on players like Alvarez now to pick up the slack. Um,
1: they you go off the ball from him for Grealish's goal.
0: Yeah, I wasn't well, so I sure about the defending. Defend. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's
1: tried to scoop it, hasn't he?
0: Well, I think he's trying to. Like push it away even for a corner or out for a throw. So he's what he has to do to do that is to wait for the ball to come across yeah. his body, and he's completely misjudged yeah. it and just air shotted it. Um, decent finish. I feel like the goalkeeper maybe could have done better mm. though, being at his near post or sort of goes under him a little bit. Um, but uh, did anyone hear the interview after the game with Jack Grealish? Um,
1: yeah, I did. I can't remember. He's
0: just so honest. Like he, he reminds me of a player who. Just hasn't had PR training because every football player has PR training, right? They're oh. told what they can and can't say. Don't say anything to embarrass the club or or anything like that, or get us in trouble. And Jack Grealish looks like he either hasn't had it or just wasn't fucking listening in class <laughs> because he just talks so openly and honestly. It's actually quite refreshing to hear. I know I sort of took the piss out of him the other week when I made made my um I put him as the head on my uh, bad player because he was thick he as shit. Know where <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> no. there's no Aston Villa is yeah. or, or Birmingham is on the uh, on the thing on the on the map. Um but uh you know Jack Green really is under a bit of pressure anyway at City with with Doku there. Um so for him to get this goal and he's you know played, played well in this game, Bernardo Silver again. I, I really like he's Bernardo well class, Silva. Um when I when I look at him, I just sort of like if you squint your eyes, I see David Silver. You know that, that sort of impact he has on the team, which is playing it ridiculously never gets tight areas. spoken about, even no, does it, it, it doesn't. No. no, it's all the talk is always about people like Foden, mm. and whatever. Let's not forget, Man City have done most of this season without Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. Um, he's still yet to come back. I, the last I heard, he was due back in the um, you know, early part of next year. I don't know the exact date, but they said the early part of next year. Um, and I think that. You know, he might just be the catalyst for City again if if they are gonna go on a big run next year, I feel like they need a spark Mm. because they defensively at the moment they look so poor. Um Diaz looks like sixes and sevens. I mean, he was absolutely dominated by Adebayo for that header. Um the only one for me in that back line that's really just stayed consistent is Carl Walker. Um he just looks you know, just gives you a seven, eight out of ten almost every week.
1: I saw a stat earlier, was um the last time City had sort of this many points or less, um, they didn't go on to win the league. Mm-hmm. It
0: was
1: that's the weird. That, it's a year that Liverpool won it.
0: That's weird though, because I'm sure I thought that they were better at this point this season than they were last. I'm sure that was the that was the stat because everyone was I saying was
2: last season or season before they were miles off the pace.
0: Mm. Well, they I mean, there was like 16 so they were sort points behind. big table Arsenal, wasn't wasn't they? for about ten games. Yeah, and that's true. And
1: apparently, last time Villa were this high up at this stage of the season they won the
0: league well that's a nice little segue for you uh from you there dan because we are now going to talk about aston villa one arsenal nil um villa have beaten man city and arsenal in the same week Uh, i would say this result was less convincing than the city one they rode their luck a lot. they did ride their luck in this one arsenal certainly uh gave them a hell of a hell of a go um whereas Villa against Man City I haven't seen a team make Man City look like that for some time Mm. that's how good Villa were but you know we always say about teams like Arsenal and City ones who are challenging for the league that you know when you're not playing at your best find a way to win a game and that's what Villa did 15 16 home wins in a row whatever it is now new club record are they serious title (laughs) contenders?
2: I'd like
1: them to be. Yeah, It's nice to see. I would love someone like Villa like to win it. Not going to like for them to have like a, a Leicester season. Not yeah. that it would be as crazy as Leicester, but
0: well, bearing in mind the three other, three of the other four teams that are in there, all teams that I don't particularly like. <laughs> yeah, um, I quite like to see Villa win it actually. So I think yeah. I'm kind of rooting for them now.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see Man City win it every year. No, and then I don't want to see Arsenal or Liverpool win it. So or Spurs. I Spurs no, well Spurs? No, they they, ain't they get out they their bottles. It's would, fine. I can't even mention them definitely don't want
1: new cars sort of fucking
0: win oh, no Shira yeah. no, it will be deleted from my friends list from my wedding everything I won't, I won't want to see him ever again um, but no I just feel like you know Villa are just it, it's difficult to know with Villa are they just sort of you know hitting that ceiling and beyond of their capabilities is this just a really incredible purple patch that's going to break away or are they the real deal can they maintain this
2: it's dangerous to, especially because of that Leicester season, it's dangerous to say, no, they can't can't do it. But, I don't know, they, they haven't had a lot of injuries, have they, Villa? No. They've had a very settled side for the whole season so far. And
0: I mean, they lost... It shows. Who did they lose right at the start? The, Brandia and Mings, wasn't it? They lost to Mings, bad injuries Mings right at the start of the season. season. They're both pretty much out for yeah. the season. I think they're both ACLs. But then the, that concert's brilliant. I think he's yeah, excellent. Um, he's well, since Matty Cash
1: has sort of not been playing, they've looked at it. That's because I put better. him in
0: my PL. <laughs> Oh, actually, as soon as I put him in my PL, he's not been playing. <laughs> <my laughs> <laughs> on that note, actually, I just want to um put Tottenham fans in their place for a second here. Rather than I've been talking nights about them all night, i are trying to put them in their place. I I know a couple of Tottenham fans and they went fucking mental at Matty Cash for smashing Ben Bentancore the other week yeah. and putting him out. And like deliberately trying to leave one on and deliberately trying to injure him, you are not allowed to go anywhere near that more High ground when you've got Christian fucking Romero in your team. Yeah. Okay, can we just put that out there? That bloke has gone out to do whoever yeah. that was in Newcastle Wilson or whatever. So mm-hmm. let's just make that clear. Um, but yeah, Esri Conter also very good for England as well. Mm-hmm. You know, get, just knocking on the England squad now in the last couple of games. Um, as much as I hate him, John McGinn is just playing out of his skin at the it's moment. A cracking touch turn. Finish. Yeah, and a really deliberate finish as well. Mm. That wasn't a. No. I'm just going to hit it and hope. No. Yeah, you know, that exactly was like I've got a gap there. I'm no. going to put it in that little corner over there, away from the goalkeeper. Um, it was interesting in the in the uh, in interviews afterwards because they had uh, Emery sort of saying, uh, "Sorry, John McGinn, I believe was saying, um, you know, no, no, we're not talking about it. It's practically a banned word in the change room. We're just focusing on the game." And then Martin Martinez came out and was like, "Yeah, man, I'm a believer. I'm all about it. We're going to win the league." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was class. So, um, yeah, I just, I love what Villa are doing. I really do. And it may, as I said before, it makes me depressed as a West Ham fan watching Villa do this, but at the same time as a neutral, um, as you said, it would be amazing to see Villa, even if they don't win it, take it as far as humanly possible. The difference with the Leicester season, I guess, is that Leicester, they weren't Europe. Well, they weren't, but they also took advantage of the other top teams having really poor seasons. Whereas you can't really say that about the other teams around there. Um, you know, Liverpool have only lost one game all season. Arsenal have only lost two, so it's not like they're having bad but seasons. But Liverpool aren't
1: particularly playing well. No.
0: No, and it's I suppose that, hard. and I suppose it's Arsenal same haven't as really Arsenal. Hit top scraped year.
1: through a few games.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, who knows? Maybe this is a year. Maybe it's tough. I wonder what the odds are on Villa. How much they've shortened to win yeah, the? Yeah, a lot
1: shorter
2: now than what they were at the start.
1: Of. I won't put a bet on because it'll fuck them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, maybe if we put a bet on everyone else. Yeah, that is a lot of money. Put a bet on every all the other nineteen teams. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what about Arsenal though? Because you know, um, if, well, let's talk about that penalty decision right at the end, or sorry, the goal decision that was goal um, disallowed. The goal disallowed. The goal
2: disallowed. So how both players handled it about four times, they just ricocheting between them. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they've. They've disallowed that. I
0: don't see how the referee can even see that. Because the ball, where you say the ball has ricocheted so much, how is the referee? so
2: close together as well. I I, I can't see how you can disallow that. No. What
0: frustrates me with this handball rule is that it benefits the the defender so much more Mm. than it does the attacker. Because if that hadn't hit Havertz's hands and the ball hadn't gone in, they won't get a penalty for that. But because it's hit hand hand and it's gone in, the goal's disallowed. But it actually, was it Matty Cash? hit so his yeah, hand yeah. first. Mm. So you could argue it's even more unlucky yeah. because, you know, the rule about where if it deflects off a body part into your hand is not a thing. But this has come off another player who's, yeah. what, half an inch away from yeah. him? <laughs> it's, it's madness. So we've seen two really uh, soft handball decisions, you know, the, the Bournemouth one and now this one. Um, ruling out perfectly good goals Um, it's worth noting actually you know we've given Kai Havertz a lot of stick on this podcast rightly so and in the season just beginning to show a little bit of consistency
2: he does this he done this at Chelsea he'll go on a run of form four, five, six games where he looks really good like a class player and then he just disappears again
0: yeah so what he's saying uh, is Arsenal don't get used to this don't yeah, don't hope so. He's
2: had what, two, three games now where he's played well, have a couple more and then see be, what
0: happens. <laughs> It'll be shit again. Um so yeah, I'm I'm all for this whole race. Actually at the moment the, the the top of the table in terms of how close it is is sort of the polar opposite to what was the relegation fight last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, We're only ten points off. Yeah. <laughs> We're in West Ham, where are we? With already thirteen points off. What are we? We must be on oh, no.
2: 18 nearly 20 (laughs) (laughs) you're closer
0: (laughs) you're you're closer to the bottom three than you are and we we deserve to be yeah so um, indeed Uh, and we're going to finish off um, tonight talking about Sheffield United against Brentford just because we haven't had the opportunity to sort of talk about Chris Wilder coming back Um, immediate impact though Mm. yeah Uh, I think draw midweek I believe it was um, I can't remember who they played. Was it? No, was it Brighton? They lost.
2: One. No, they lost. Who
0: drew? Who Brighton? Oh, that was Burnley, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, the weekend. Who did Sheffield United play? Uh, I was Liverpool. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, to get a one one new over Brentford is no no uh, easy Brentford easy feat. Shit, as yeah, well. Yeah, they missed him. Buenover. Yeah, really. How long is he out for? Uh, like a few weeks, he said. Yeah. Ouch. Um, you know, we thought they were going to struggle without Tony, but they miss missing yeah. as well. Got Although, even more
1: pay holding the line-up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah, well, we're not a million miles away now from having Tony coming back. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know what... Now
1: they really need to keep him. I yeah,
0: don't know what date um, in... Uh, um, will
1: go to AFCON.
0: That's true, yeah, he will. Um, yeah, I don't know what date in January Tony's due back. I just know it's January. I don't know if it's start, middle or end. Um,
1: When's the AFCON? Is that start, middle or end of January? Uh
0: it's going right at the start, isn't it? Is it? Let's have a look. 13th of January. Oh
2: uh, it used to be earlier though, I'm sure. <coughs> straight after Christmas when we used to like lose draw Yeah. Uh, it used to be like straight
0: away after Christmas. I can't wait, we lose Anana. <laughs> I don't think do we lose oh we lose KUDAS shit. <laughs> um yeah, so and it will run to the 11th of February, depending on how deep the uh the teams get. Um you lose Jackson, you? oh no, <laughs> God, <it's not. laughs> What nationality is Kunku? French, French. Oh, you can't even find So yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a key one. But that looks like that's gonna happen smack in the middle of when the the winter break is, isn't it? Because the mm. Premier League teams get like an extra week off. So yeah, they like, did uh, it
2: last year. So half of them had one week off, then half had the next week off, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, every every
0: team right. effectively gets a two week break mm-hmm. between games. Um, I don't necessarily know how much difference that makes. It depends what teams do with their players. Do they give them actual breaks and go, go oh, away with your family for four or five days or whatever? <laughs> it was it last
2: year that there was a few teams that went like warm weather training or yeah. something like yeah. that? Yeah. It's
0: not really a break then, is yeah. it? Yeah. You're
2: moaning yeah. about all, playing all this football now, and then you go in.
0: Yeah. Sometime. What we're going to do, lads, we're going to go and train in 35% yeah. <laughs> in Dubai. So, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll lose the players for that. Um, but uh, do you see, you know, Chris Wilder obviously had a, a, a fantastic. Time in the Premier League last season, or well, the first season, they certainly did. Any chance for now, do you think? Do you think this can galvanise them? Oh.
2: They'll definitely get a result next week.
0: I think uh, maybe if, if they. they mate, you or, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to know who you're talking about when you make jokes like that now. <laughs> uh,
1: we've got Liverpool, mate.
0: Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I think maybe if they
1: do something in the transfer window. I, I look at their squad, I don't think it's They don't have enough. a lot of quality.
0: No. They're not yeah. Premier League quality no. team. They, they need to find somebody who can put the ball in the net on a regular yeah, basis. Really? Ollie McBurney's not doing it and he keeps getting red carded.
1: Archers. It's still not proven, is he, no. in Premier
0: League? He really doesn't look confident. No. no. He'll, he'll get the ball and you think, oh, go, go. Yeah. go. And then he sort of slows down. Hesitates, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Brewster, frankly, should just... Go down they're, the they're a yeah. team that have really got to work hard for one another they've got to really battle for each other but that's what chris Wilder will bring yeah. mm. um, he'll bring that sort of he's almost like a, a Sean Dyche in that mm. in that regard um it just depends on whether they're giving themselves too much to do um I know we're only halfway through the season yeah. wins can change things very very quickly but um yeah be interesting to see but I imagine that the players the fans are probably you know to get a win under your belt so early on your new tenure is, is massive for them yeah. as a confidence boost. Um, Brentford I just sort of feel like they're going through the motions a little bit at the moment or is that just me four wins in the last six two wins just feels like they're just kind of coasting is that the fair assessment <sighs> yeah, What's no, his face is really... very quiet on Facebook down as well and you don't see much from him anymore Old oh, Brett, Brett yeah. don't see don't much from him <laughs> on Facebook anymore just a,
2: a team that are really hard to call what you're going to get from each week mm. aren't they
0: yeah, I think is, um will Johan Visser, is he African? It's, yeah. So he'll he'll disappear as well. So it will literally be Neil Morpe mm-hmm. on his own until Tony's back and playing. I mean, he'll be... I think he's allowed to train now, so he'll be getting his fitness back together again. Um, yeah, I feel, I'm pretty sure they just going through the motions. I just feel like they're just a bit of a... almost like a palace. Do you know what I mean? Um... Not really doing a great deal. Not likely, to, not likely to trouble the uh, the top six this season, but certainly not not likely to get relegated. Um, but uh, I should imagine Brentford fans to be happy with that. I don't think they've got. I don't think they're crazy ambitious. I don't think they're stupid. With it, I don't think they're expecting those sorts of things.
2: Sport like the Crystal Palace. Fans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, talk. I mean, no, we're not really going to talk about the massive. But Crystal Palace, you know, only f- seven points above the drop. Now they're in mm-hmm. a bit of free fall here. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Because at the end of last season when Roy Hodgson came in, we were all like, what on earth are they doing? It's not mm. a four thing. They went mental at the end of last season. Free scoring looked really good with Elise Zahar and Eze. I know they've had some injuries this year to, to Elisa and Eze. Um, but they just look they look like they're heading in one direction at the moment. They don't, they're not scoring goals, um, not defending very well. And I think they could be, along with Forrest, they could be in a little spot of bother. Could this finally be the year that Palace find themselves properly in a relegation scrap? I talked to talk
2: to uh, one of the dads at the nursery. He's a Palace fan, and he, um, yeah, he's not very happy about how it's going at the moment. And he actually said that when uh, Roy Hodgson said what he did the other day, he wanted him to
0: leave, wanted him to go. Really, yeah. he was pissed off the fan base that much. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's a, a ridiculous. What was it? What was it in response to? Was it in response to he- the booed? Didn't they?
2: did they boo after a game or something?
0: Uh, I mean, they've obviously have had plenty of opportunity to. Yeah. Was it when they lost to Owen 2-0 to Bournemouth? Probably. Possibly, yeah. And then
2: he said that they have
0: been spoiled. By what? what? What have they supposedly been spoiled by? I don't understand. I mean, they've been mid-table mediocrity forever. They've not had a good cup run that I can remember. Um, what is it they've got to be?
1: Not, I've said it about Palace before. They they just exist. They don't ever really yeah. do anything.
0: They're just part of the furniture. They're like an old dog. Yeah, are yeah, yeah. dependable. <laughs> They'll always be there when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But you, they just fucking stink the place up, don't they? Um, <laughs> so right, okay. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of the uh, Premier League chat. And unless anybody else has got anything they wanted to uh, to bring up, um, otherwise we'll uh, we'll head straight into the stats. <laughs> Down the stat man.
1: Um, so Lewis, either Miley or Millie, I can't remember how you spell his, pronounce his name. Um, is the sixth youngest player in Premier League history. He's seventeen. Okay. Hey. <laughs> to start four consecutive games after who? I very nearly named him then.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Walcott's
0: got to be
1: one of them, is he? Uh, no, he's,
0: he's not. not. No, that's a good shout there. Seventeen or younger. Phil Foden. Nope. Raheem Sterling. Nope. Michael Owen. Nope. Are we? How recent are we talking? Um, you'll know all of them. Okay. So basically, there, there, really were, there, were, there were there were were they <laughs> were four uh, play, there were four players that were younger than this kid to play four consecutive Premier League games. What, five five players. players. Five players. Yeah. <sighs> Um, Lampard? No. Defoe? No. <laughs> Just trying to think of players that I know. Mm-hmm. Wayne Rooney?
1: Yep, Wayne Rooney's one of them.
0: Not how I don't think it was Harry Kane. I think he was older. He went on loans. Yeah, Belgium. he was on loans every um, Before he teams. got going. Yeah. <coughs> no, not Ronaldo. He would have been 18 with United. Only...
1: One is still playing. The other, one, two, three, have retired. Obviously, plus me, Mourinho. Gareth
2: Barry, how...
0: Yeah, Gareth Barry. Good shot.
1: James Milner? No. And the one that's still playing is still in the Premier League. So the teams of the Ross two... No. no, the teams are the two people that aren't playing. One, he mostly played his games for Portsmouth in two thousand to two thousand five. Um, I I know him best for being at West Brom, but he also played for West Ham and Southampton. Um, and then the other guy was pretty much a stalwart at um Arsenal, also played for Chelsea.
0: Anelka. No. Ashley Cole. No. Come on, Lee, help us out, Fabregas. Yeah. Who's the so say that thing about the West Ham you said that he uh, played for West Ham, so he, and West Brom. Yeah, he
1: played for Forest, Portsmouth, Southampton, West Brom, and West Ham, and Birmingham. He played for almost every club in England.
2: <laughs> this was early
1: 2000s. This is yeah, um, from between two thousand to two thousand and nine. He played for those teams.
0: Nigel Quasi? Yeah. Hold
2: of
1: them. No, and then you've got the one that's still playing in the Premier League today.
0: Right, come on, we can we can get this one. Is he playing for a big club? Wow. so <laughs> yeah. he's, playing, he's playing for United. Um dear. Right. Um excellent. Well, we uh I am going to be posting out um Links to uh, this year's Christmas competition giveaway, another mystery kit. Lee can't win it this year. Because he's yeah, he's on the show now. I'll F- tell F- you <laughs> what, I'll do your deal. If, if nobody enters, you can have it. All right, I'll do your deal. Um so yes, yeah, so we'll, I'll, I'll be posting that out on social media um, in the next in the next day or two. Um I honestly haven't had an opportunity to look too hard at the Christmas fixtures to work out when we're gonna be doing the pods in and around. I, we're not going to go mad, but we are going to miss a lot of games if we don't do an mm-hmm. extra pod or two. Um, so it'll be a kind of, you know, put your hands up if you can make these dates um, and, and we'll see where we go. Um, other than that, um, I think we're all good. Um, anybody watching LMA Manager on YouTube, I know I, I give it a little plug every every week. If you have been watching, you are in for a treat tomorrow because... Today. Today, yes. Um World yeah, War i will tell you what I've taught I've called the episode. Um hang on, let me just find it because I've still got the editing software open here. Uh I have called it World War Three Begins Now. <laughs> um so yes, and that is very much in reference to my my uh, now strained friendship with Dan <laughs> after this uh, January transfer window. So yes, lots go lots happens, there's lots of uh, crazy things that happen in the football as well. It was a it was honestly, it was it's the longest recording we've done. It was an hour and 55 minutes mm. to record one episode. We're usually about an hour and 20. And honestly, I don't think we've laughed so much no, for I'd ages. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was absolutely brilliant. So yeah, do check that out. Uh, that'll be live about four o'clock tomorrow. Other than that, thank you very much everyone for listening and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.